You're listening to the Crypto Curry Club podcast with Erica Stanford. Our guest today includes Simon Peters, Senior Account Manager at eToro. This episode of Crypto Curry Club is brought to you by TrueLayer. TrueLayer.com forward slash crypto. Hi, everyone. Thank you very much for joining us. We're uh, joined here with Simon Peters, a crypto uh, market analyst at eToro. Uh, and this is uh, the sixth of the series in the crypto exchanges series brought to us by TrueLayer. So huge thanks to TrueLayer for, for bringing this to us. And I'm going to be chatting with Simon about what he sees as being the main uh, trends that we've seen in the last year in crypto, the, the rise of, of the Bitcoin ETFs and how that's going to be affecting the markets why investors are looking at DeFi in their droves and, and what he sees as, as coming next. So Simon, thank you very much for joining us here. Thanks for having me on. Um, no, thank you. And obviously Ethereum has been one of the, the main biggest players in the space with huge numbers of, of crypto traders. So I'm sure you get huge amounts of, of, of data over what, what trends you're seeing in, in crypto. Um, what would you see as, as being the main trends, the main patterns that you've seen over the last year, uh, as um, in 2021? In terms of what um, investors are? Or yeah, investors in, in, are... in terms of what, what, what investors are, are, are looking at, in terms of if it's the style of investors, if, we, if we're seeing more sort of newer people getting into crypto in, in smaller amounts, more sophisticated investors. So who, who's getting into it and what, what they're getting into? Yeah, I suppose I'll backtrack a little bit and just explain who eToro are, what we're about. So we're a global investment platform, um, over 24 million registered users worldwide, um, multi-assets, so you allow um, those users to, to, to buy stocks, um, buy crypto and also copy or be copied. Um, so that's one of the, the, the you know, unique uh, things about our platform. On the crypto side specifically, um, you know, we've been offering crypto for a number of years now, um, real crypto, so you can buy the underlying asset um, for about four years. I think in the last, the last, uh, the bull run in 2017 is when that was made available. Um, I think in that time, we, we saw a lot of um, uh, users coming to eToro to get exposure to the likes of Bitcoin, Ethereum, XRP, especially when it um, went up to, to three and a half dollars. Uh, I think in that time from then to now, we've seen a bit of a transition from those <laughs> legacy cryptos into some more niche crypto tokens or coins um, revolving around DeFi and um, also Metaverse tokens as well. So to, to touch on that, have you seen when people have been going in, has it really been sort of starting and signing up with eToro and trading XRP, for example, when it spiked or trading Bitcoin when it spiked? Has that been a clear trend? Uh, yeah, we, we saw a lot of um, new users coming to eToro to get exposed to, say, XRP, um, a lot of first actions around that back in 2017, mm -hmm. early 2018. And in that time, some have um, transitioned into um, into stocks. Um, so, you know, lots of you know, testers and apples, for example, that we do off on the platform also. But also, as I mentioned, um, you know, once once those that have come on board um, to get exposed to crypto, it's, it's, it's building up their understanding and education of the crypto space how you know how it works and what the um uh, the relevant niches are within the crypto space and yeah. looking to get exposure to those areas like i said through the um the new you know, the crypto offering that we have um over 45 different coins now um exposed to DeFi tokens mm -hmm. um tokens that roll around blockchain interoperability as well as um, metaverse as i mentioned so we are sort of seeing those those trends emerge now where investors are moving up legacy tokens into into some of these niche ones 
And have you seen the, the trend in terms of how many new users are joining? Has it been sort of a flat line going upwards or have there been huge spikes? Um, well, certainly over the uh, the pandemic years, the time that we're in at the minute, uh, we've Locked seen down. huge growth. Yeah, we've seen, we've seen a huge growth and actually with, with um, people working from home, transitioning to the um, you know, that, that way of working away from the office environment. You know, we've seen huge pickups in, um, in, in, in volumes in terms of what... Um, the numbers of trades that people are doing, the amounts that they're doing, also deposits as well, um, you know, the amount of equity that's coming into the into the platform and the overall number of users. So from all metrics, pretty much, it's, we've seen significant growth over the last couple of years. And that's been reflected in uh, what people are doing in crypto as well. And have you seen the, the type of people that, that are sort of increasingly getting into it? Is it individual investors? Is it people putting in large amounts of money? Yeah, I mean, certainly from... Uh, I think from 2017, early 2017, mm. when I first joined Intoros, nearly five years ago now, um, the demographic of um, crypto investor then was was you know, the sort of millennial investor, if you like, um, but specifically young techie in, male, yeah, that that are involved in in sort of um, you know, software development, programming, you know, have an understanding of crypto, and you know they're looking to get exposure to likes of uh, you know Bitcoin, Ethereum that we had on the platform at that time. Um, as it became more mainstream, that's where we saw the demographic change. Um, we saw a much older uh, uh, type of investor come to Utah to get exposed to crypto. Um, those looking to diversify away from the traditional stocks, mm -hmm. bonds, ETFs, and um, take on something a bit more, to use the word risky, um, yeah. to say plainly, but- I think risky um, is a fair word for crypto. But the opportunity to make uh, you know, far more in terms of uh, return on investment potentially, compared to what they've been doing previously. So just diversifying across all areas you know, where they might have had um, you know, solely stocks and property, but also yeah. expanding into say you know, crypto as well. And have you had any data or, or trends from where where people have been coming from? What what countries? Uh, well, we're, we're a global platform. So you know, we, we have clients from all over the world. Um, UK is one of our strongest markets. Um, I don't have that data to hand personally, but um, yeah. if, you, if you do speak to one of the team, they'll be able to get that for you for mm -hmm. sure. No. No worries, no worries. And what, going on to, to DeFi, you mentioned that we've got more and more people going to look at DeFi sort of from across the, the areas. What do you think is, is leading that? Is it, is it the drive for high returns? Is it the wanting to just try something new? Is it, is it, is it eToro's good marketing? What, what um, do you think is, is really driving that? I think it's, it's, it's a, combi a combination of some of the things that you mentioned there with, um, you know, an increasing an understanding of of the crypto space um mm. i think a lot of the DeFi tokens as well because they are newer um, compared to like sort of you know the legacy coins that we have seen um they, they also tend to be lower in the market cap rankings as well which means you know, if there is a, a large inflow into that particular coin or token that we could see the price appreciate significantly um so i think from from, from that point of view there's a there's a, a higher potential for return but at the same time you can Go the other way also as well so i think um you know some, some investors are, are are taking it purely on, on that point of view but also looking to what these projects are doing you know they're very some of them very specialized very unique um, an example is is with chain link for example you know, um, you know a crypto that or project that's involved in bringing real world data into um blockchain mm -hmm. and for useful smart contracts so th th there's very interesting use cases around that and i think you know away from just purely focusing on cryptocurrencies um looking to get exposed to different types of projects and areas of crypto through these tokens and coins that we offer.
yeah sure and, and with projects like chaining for example I mean what would be fascinating to see I mean it, it does that tend to be sort of more millennials younger people who are more aware of, of things like the concepts of, of data privacy or, or or has that been less less specific less clear um, I haven't seen directly in terms of what demographics involving solely in, in training, but from my personal conversation with clients, that seems to be the case from, from the, the book that mm -hmm. I look after. Um, it, it's very much the younger audience that are, are looking into you know, the, the chain links, uh, uni swaps and decentralized exchange tokens, mm -hmm. um, blockchain interoperability tokens like Polkadot and, and Ren that we have on the platform now as well. Um, so they're very much focused on these. And I suspect you know, if we do see the prices of these tokens appreciate, then, you know, as it gets more attention in, in, in the crypto media space mm -hmm. and in, in the relevant um, social media channels, then we could see a, uh, an older demographic, uh, demographic investor look to get exposure to as well. But at the moment, it seems to be the, uh, the younger audience getting exposure to these tokens. No, thank you. And, and obviously, we're seeing such a huge influx of, of mention of, of, of Bitcoin ETFs and crypto ETFs and, and just institutional money going into crypto and, you know, sort of want to on a larger scale we're seeing lots of funds dedicate themselves either to investing directly in crypto assets or even in the crypto ecosystem investing in crypto companies and so forth what what effects are you seeing that having on the market already have you seen already big big effects on the markets from that do you, do you think it will help sort of stabilize markets a lot of talk is when the institutional money really comes in that uh, Bitcoin and crypto will lose a lot of its volatility or what do you expect to see? Yeah, I think well. with, well, if we look at what happened with the uh, the ProShares uh, Bitcoin ETF approval, albeit futures, um, you know, there was a lot of uh, excitement around that, you know, an SEC approved ETF, albeit Bitcoin futures, but nevertheless SEC approved. And we did see the price uh, response to that, you know, we did, we did see the uptick in price from there. Um, one of the biggest ETF debuts ever. Uh, I think over half a billion dollars inflows since its mm -hmm. first day or day or a couple of days. Um, so there was a lot of sudden around that has since dropped off. Um, but it, it 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 does show there is uh, you know, a lot of excitement around the topic of Bitcoin ETFs, especially. Um, there are a number of applications in for um, ETFs of the underlying asset. So if we do see one of those uh, approved this year, I think yeah we could see some real inflows into, mm -hmm. the, into the crypto space um, and in turn that could be positive for prices also. Oh, cool. No, thank you. And I mean, going forward to, to the next year, I mean, obviously we've seen such crazy amounts of things happening in the crypto space and Bitcoin's gone down a little bit, which is leading everyone to think is, is this a bear market? And there's so much focus on, you know, just the price of Bitcoin. But, you know, I think it's fair to say that crypto is just so much larger than that now you've got the, the main cryptocurrencies and then the thousands of others and then DeFi and the whole sort of metaverse and, and, and everything going on what what do you see as happening do do you think or can or, or sort of see that the trends will be still focused on the main cryptocurrencies such as bitcoin ethereum you mentioned xrp earlier or, or do you see more of the focus going towards DeFi or even just getting out of that and just looking at things like nfts and metaverse and, and not even focus about the crypto assets directly yeah i think all of it to be honest uh, to answer right. the question yeah, i think it's all <laughs> going to be covered um you know there, there's so many different uh aspects to the crypto industry and space at this time it's uh, difficult to know which exactly is going to be the dominant mm. the, when and when and where um but going back to the point of bitcoin i think that primarily get um I think a lot of focus around institutional investment again if, if we did see a, 
um, approval of a spot ETF, you know, that that would be uh, that would be massive. Um, at the moment, I think Bitcoin's being is showing high correlations with um, what we're seeing in stock markets in a minute, with primarily tech stocks, with uh, you know the, the Fed being more hawkish. Um, then we've seen markets fall, and Bitcoin in turn has has responded. But you know, investors could um, hang their hat on the inflation hedge narrative um, with inflation in developed economies and we've seen in data today uh, in the UK 5.2% annualized uh, inflation CPI data so um, inflation is creeping up and investors could hang their hat on that inflation mm-hmm. hedge argument as well we could see prices turn in Bitcoin for that reason so um, that's where I sort of see things happen with Bitcoin in terms of um, metaverse and we've, we're seeing um, you know, companies like Microsoft Activision the, the merger announced yesterday um, looks like a, a metaverse play and we could see um, some real growth around that particular space. So we already are seeing um, mm-hmm. growth around that space. Um, you know, companies opening up stores in Decentraland, for example. So I can expect that will continue to grow over this year. And um, intertwined with that, um, NFTs as well. You know, OpenSea, one of the largest marketplaces out there, arguably the largest marketplace, um, record volumes this month so far, surpassing what we've seen in um, August last year. And uh, yeah, it's again companies getting involved, releasing their own in- NFTs, um, artists, music, um, sports persons. It's, it's, it's much being used as a marketing factors, yeah. tool by uh, by a lot of companies, as much as anything else. Are Some you degrees, seeing? Yeah, yeah. Are, are you seeing a lot of crypto going in towards NFTs? Is, is do you think that will continue to happen, or, or more so? Or yeah, I mean, there's there's uh, many. Uh, Platforms also where you can you can create your NFTs now, uh, so not just solely on um, Ethereum, but also through through Polygon and um, Solana as well as another blockchain where you can you can build and create NFTs. And mm-hmm. um, I suspect you know, with the increasing volumes that we see in NFT sales, possibly um, the underlying coins and tokens of these blockchains could do really well as well. Oh, thank you. And and sort of going on to the sort of the broader aspect of of the crypto ecosystem, what do you think is is needed to get more more people involved in crypto. I mean, you, you must be at the forefront of seeing a lot of what people are, are are demanding. I mean, for example, I'm constantly asked about when will the user experience be improved? When will the security be excused? How will we it be, be improved? How will we know that our crypto is safe? Does this platform have insurance? Whatever, I mean, that's- Yeah, a- I think that there's some, some good points that you raised about um, custody, especially, mm-hmm. and um, insurance and safeguarding of assets. So these are sort of key pillars, I, I believe, for the crypto industry to, to move forward and become, uh, further adopted, but also regulation as a whole. I think it's a it's a big a, a big pillar to determine. You know, could crypto be globally? Uh, could, could we see enhancements in crypto being adopted globally, or could it go the other way? So, um, for example, is with what we saw in China in uh, mid last year with the crackdown of Bitcoin mining, mm-hmm. how that uh, did affect price then. But on the other side, we've seen uh, El Salvador make Bitcoin legal tender, you know, the first country in the world to do so. Yeah. And there are now other countries looking at El Salvador, what they've done with Bitcoin, making it legal tender and looking to follow suit. Um, some, some reports around Tonga and... Um, Accepting crypto donations. Yeah, ex- exactly. Yeah. Making Bitcoin legal tender there. Um, last last week, you know, the, the, uh, the mayor of Rio de Janeiro in Brazil um, allocating... Um, uh, you know, looking to add uh, to crypto into their reserves as well. So there is this adoption happening. Um, we'll have to wait and see if it, if it transitions through to major economies also. 
yeah no no i think that there will be some massive changes i mean you mentioned places like el salvador but uh you know increasingly i think when you look at the younger especially the younger generations and you see how much inflation is 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 going up or just how much money is being printed and i think especially seeing younger people losing trust in governments and uh, and banks and so forth and as far as i can see at least that seems to be one of the biggest drivers towards yeah, that's it exactly so i think with um, information you know it's, it's, it's more widely available now than it ever has been and um yeah, you mentioned the, the younger demographic are certainly, in, in my opinion, in my experience, more clued into what's happening with inflation and how that erodes their purchasing power, and they're looking for ways to to mm-hmm. stay above water, so to speak. You know, you know, seven percent in the US, uh, over five percent here at the minute, and they're they're just the official figures that take into account just a, a you know a, a basket of goods and doesn't necessarily take into account the the bigger picture, but. That's, that's another story, but inflation could be you know, maybe one and a half times, even double what the uh, official figures are, the real inflation in terms of what the official figures say. I've heard uh, estimates that it's a lot more than that. Yeah. And certainly prices uh, are. Yeah, like the rentals in the US are the highest they've ever been as well. And you know, it's, that's, that's something that doesn't, it's not taken into account in the uh, official data, I believe, um, that gets released. So, you know, I think, I think uh, you know, millennials and the younger generation are certainly more aware of um, Know inflation and eroding of purchasing power, and they're looking to diversify into other areas, other assets that can that can um, that can hedge that. Cool. No, thank you for this. And what do you see as being next for eToro? Have you got any big, big releases or big focuses uh, facing crypto, or, or indeed facing the metaverse or NFTs? Yeah, I mean, from from from, from eToro's point of view, look, I mean, it's 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 uh, common knowledge where hopefully due to go public so that's uh, that's in the works yeah. i don't know too much about that personally but there's a, a space on the website where you can see all of the uh all the, the documentation around the, uh, the sec filing and um these back and process and things like that um in terms of eToro, i think it's continue, continued growth um adding to our current user base more instruments more cryptos <laughs> obviously and uh, just new products initiatives to offer to our customer base yeah, no, thank you. I mean, eToro has been a phenomenal success in terms of getting user numbers in in crypto. Certainly, you look at many crypto startups that are trying to offer offer products and platforms um, for for people to use crypto, and, and many really struggle with getting users. Uh, and eToro just seems to have absolutely nailed it, and, and seems to have so many people using the platform. So. Um, no, congratulations to you. Have you got any last points that you'd like to add? Anything that you you'd want to see in 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 crypto or anything that you expect personally? Um, no, just go back to the points that um, that we've sort of covered already. Just you know, increase levels of adoption. Um, I would like to see. I think more. Well, the 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 milestones have been put in mm-hmm. place by certain projects being being reached this year. And um, you know, Ethereum, for example, going live with, with 2.0, that'd be exciting to see. Um, upgrades to Cardano and other sort of blockchain interoperability networks like Cosmos and Polkadot have gone live recently with parachain store auctions. So, um, yeah, just looking to see how the crypto space evolves and what it does in turn to oh, some of the you. prices of these tokens. And... Thank you. And, and last question, trends wise, what are you seeing people doing with their crypto? Are they holding it in crypto and, and just storing it for, for long term, for sort of hodling? To, to use a crypto term or are people cashing out earnings what, what are you seeing as trends on eToro yeah most most of the people that I speak with are holding for the long term um, also you know some of the, um, 
the lucrative aspects around crypto such as staking um participating in that so as well as um just holding um earning mm-hmm. reward on what they are holding so that's uh that's a, a popular a popular um strategy at the minute as well amazing hey simon thank you so very much for for joining us um to, to give a sort of eye opening overview of where you see crypto going past and, and future um huge thanks to true layer open banking platform for sponsoring this series on crypto exchanges and thank you for joining us thank you very much This episode of Crypto Curry Club is brought to you by TrueLayer. TrueLayer.com forward slash crypto.